0: morning everybody just want to welcome you to another episode of the outlaw process today's gonna be a little bit of a different episode we're gonna do a Bible study today there's a lot we need a lot of hope there's a lot of people are hurting right now people are hurting they're under a lot of uh, a lot of stress and I want to bring some encouraging words and I know today I promised that I was gonna do Brian Hill's episode and that's gonna be I will post that on the probably tomorrow or the next day but Right now, let's give some thanks. You know, he's worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy this morning. He is worthy. I mean, just look around this morning. You know, it's springtime. The buds are coming up out of the out of the trees and you could just see everywhere you look man everywhere you look creation just take a second walk outside take your shoes off let that grass go between your toes just feel feel this earth we can't create anything we can't even create a piece of dirt he made all this everything it says that everything was created by him and for him that's what the scriptures say and You know, you may say, I don't believe the Bible, and that's perfectly fine. I think that we got to have some sort of owner's manual. (laughs) And what other owner's manual is it? You know, and it's almost kind of like when I find myself slipping away from the owner's manual, I start slipping back to self, and I start coming into a place where I feel like it starts to kind of bog me down. I start feeling a lot of depression. I start feeling a lot of anxiety. I just start feeling the effects of the flesh, the effects of this world. And I want to bring hope, man. I want to bring hope. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. The past few weeks has just been so much heartache, so many deaths and all around us. And everywhere you look, people are just really struggling. They're really struggling. So just want to be reminded that whatever you're going through today, whatever troubles, whatever tribulations um, that you're going through, I just want to know that let you know that you know God's with you, God's with you, and he's got you. Um, he says that he knows every single hair on your head, every single one, and that if he cares so much for the, he cares for the birds, and he provides a place for them, how much so more is he, gonna, is he going to take care of us? We need to be reminded about these things, and people are not reminding each other like the scriptures say to be reminded about this. I mean, yeah, even the Apostle Paul, who was locked up in prison at the time that he wrote this, in jail, writing these scriptures. Are you talking about, you know, somebody that was locked up in prison? Oh my gosh, we're going to go into this today. So, today's study, I want to talk about uh, Philippians chapter 2. This is Paul, you know, he's writing this book in prison, um, and he want to emphasize the theme of rejoicing during times of suffering. Um, You know, Paul gives us a a Christ's very own example of humility. Uh, Believers were to, you know, look out for the interests of others, as well as their own. You know, this involves him taking on a humble attitude, um, and I feel like a humble attitude is what we all really need to bring to the forefront. again. A lot of people are not humble. You know, the scriptures tell us to, you know, that God resists the proud and he gives grace to the humble. And there's a lot of proud attitudes out there. You know, everybody thinks that we owe them something and entitled, you know, and it's just, it really breaks my heart. It really does. Even the young ones, the young kids think that they're above doing certain tasks and above doing certain things and you don't think that the enemy of our soul is after our kids? I mean, look at it. Um, you know, because here's the thing. We're not perfect. We're not perfect. And we will be imprisoned by our own minds and of our own guilt because we're doing not what we ought to do. We know we should be doing something, but we're doing something else. And even even Paul tells us, he says, why do I do the things I know I shouldn't do, but I find myself doing them anyhow? Why? And I feel like people can't come to God because of their own guilt and their own, um, you know, ways of thinking. We've got to be reminded here that even the Apostle Paul, who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, um, he, he has something to say here. And this is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible right here because it really, really kind of puts forth some amazing examples. Paul asks us to be like-minded being one in spirit and one in one mind. It says, Do nothing out of self-ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility, value, and valuing others above yourself. Not looking to your own interests, but basically just looking after the interests of others. And Philippians 4 says, um, says, Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, be in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. And let your requests be known to God. See, a lot of times we have not because we ask not. You know, a relationship, it takes somebody to ask. Them. I tell my wife so many times to just ask me. And if you need me, to ask me. If you want me to do this, let me know. Because um, <laughs> there's just something about when somebody specifically asks you to do something. It kind of puts it more on the front. You know what I mean? You mean these right here? This is in Philippians because you know Paul is writing this book to the Philippians church, and this is one of Paul's favorite churches. Uh, This is one of his, and it goes on to say, um, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power of of love and of a sound mind. Well, then you go on to say too. It's just like well, you say God has not given us the spirit of fear, so you're saying that the fear that we have that creeps up to us, that sticks to us, that that's not of God. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's what the instruction booklet says. Now keep it in mind, Paul is in jail right now. He is in jail, locked up writing these letters through a hole in a wall that literally he only had a lot of amount of time to write each day. I don't know about you, but if I was locked up in jail, these are some these are some these are some words that would be very hard. Um, To write, to try to encourage others while you're locked in prison. I think one of Paul's uh, mindsets right here is he wants his readers to rejoice in the the Lord. To rejoice in the Lord, no matter what kind of circumstance you're going in. Because he's in jail writing this. But he also wants to enact gentleness. You know, make sacrifices for others and focus on whatever is true and whatever is admirable. I feel like a lot of Christians, I feel like a lot of Christians are not praying. They're not asking God for help. You know, you have not because you ask not. And I feel like, you know, once we ask, once we pray and once we ask, let's let it go. and Let's leave it in God's hands and watch the seed grow. Because you know what that is? You, know, you really know what that is. That's an act of faith. That's an act of faith. When you say, when you say it to yourself, you ask God. I'm gonna watch him work. You know? I'm gonna watch him work. That's an act of faith. And that actually helps your faith and it grows. And we get so discouraged, so easy. There's so many distractions and everything wants to pull us away. And it's all about me and it's all about buying. It's all about selling. I've done this to that person. I've hurt this person. I've hurt so many people. Oh my God, it's so easy. And I feel myself not wanting to go to God because of it. I do. When you hurt somebody, when you You know, make your make them right. But I'm just saying, you know, we can't go to God a lot of times because we don't feel like we are worthy to go to God. We are worthy. Well, listen to this. You know, even if we was to keep the Ten Commandments all the way up to right now, keep the Ten Commandments right now, we're still not worthy. Okay, we're still not worthy just because and that's what the ten commandments is is basically is a reflection of god's holiness god knows that we couldn't keep that holiness so what god has done he has given us he we want to see what true holiness is okay have you ever told one single lie one single lie have you ever misled anybody and it what it does is it points us all and it shows all of human race that everybody is in need of a savior everybody the whole world is in need of a savior we need to focus on the one true king the one true king the one that has paid our sin debt in full the king of kings the lord of lords you know philippians 3 says rejoice in the lord rejoice in the lord brothers and sisters rejoice in the lord when's the last time you rejoiced in the Lord? when's the last time that you really truly thank him when is the last time you've done that and you're wondering why god ain't really showed up in your life and you wonder why he says without works our faith is dead you know so when we're not putting forth effort on our part it's a relationship any kind of relationship takes work it takes effort and it takes your responsibility you know and maybe you say to maybe you say to yourself why well, can't you feel god well, I, I don't know where he's at. I don't feel him. I don't feel him. Well, let me tell you something What separates us from God. This is what a lot of people are not really wanting to talk about. And a lot of people, and I was really kind of debating about going this deep, but I just, I feel, I feel that I need to tell you, I have to tell you the truth. And I feel like, you know, sin, what the scripture says is sin is the very thing that separates us from God. It literally drives a wedge in between us in God. So maybe you have something in your life that you need to repent of, something you need to turn from. And you know, when we repent for something, let me tell you what that really means. It literally means that you're making a 180 degree turn from that. You know, a lot of people say, "Well, I'm sorry and keep doing it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm keep doing it." But true repentance is turning around and going the other direction. Maybe that's what's causing your relationship to be messed up. You know, I'm not sure, maybe you don't. Maybe you have a great relationship, but he's the one that we need to trust on. He is the answer. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. This is not an easy message. You know, it's definitely in my heart right now because I've got, there's things in my life that I know that I need to change. I'm definitely not perfect. I'm not claiming to be perfect, but I do know one thing that when I am living that scripture where it talks about, you know, a double-minded man is unstable in all of those ways. What does that mean? Second Timothy says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We're going to refer back to the original language here and kind of dive into that particular word right there. So Franius Mos is what that word means in the Greek means self-control, clarity, being able to know which way you're going to go. You know, I feel like a lot of people are having a hard time with decisions and clarity and which way to go. Do I do this? Do I do that? God has kind of made it simple. The first thing we got to do is focus our eyes on him first, exclusively. Sometimes, you know, new Christians, especially a lot of new Christians, they'll get cocky real fast, you know, and next thing you know, they're backing into the world, you know, and it says, you know, for, for by God you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. It is a gift. It is a free gift. You know, I've got some friends that are, uh, and I love them to death. You know, I've got some friends that are atheists. And, you know, and it's just like, think about this. Think about this. Where are you going to go? When you, where are you going to spend eternity at? Where are you going to spend eternity? Um, where, your energy. Alright, think about it. You're not your body. You're not your thoughts. You're the experiencer. You're the one tucked back in there experiencing all these emotions, all these things. You're experiencing these. They're coming at you all different ways. You're experiencing these things. Where is that energy going to go? Where is it going to go? When you you take your last breath and your spirit leaves your body, where is it going to go? It's energy. It's energy. And they say that energy cannot be control- cannot be created nor destroyed. It's there. We live in a different realm. You know, we can't see it. We can't see electricity, but we can touch it. And we know it's there when we touch it, but we can't physically see it. It's another realm. You know, and I just want to encourage everybody that, you know, God loves you. God loves you, and he wants nothing but good things to happen for you. And I don't know if you remember, like, back in the day when we ha- used to have these old gigantic TVs at I don't know how old you are, but I used to crawl down on the floor and put my hands underneath my, uh, underneath my chin and uh, just kind of holding my hands up watching the TV on the floor, like so close to it like probably, I don't know, two foot from it, that close with that intensity and watching every single thing that's happening. I feel like that's what God's doing with us right now. It's so into you right now. He is so into decisions. He is so into everything you got going on. But we don't see it. We don't see it because we're so selfish and we get so caught up on what we want and our our way of thinking. You know, we need to start lining up our life, and I'm speaking to myself here too, guys. We need to start lining our life up with the scripture. And that will kind of give us a really nice, and it's not a bad life. It's not a bad life to give your life over to the Lord. It's not a bad life. Um, People think, well, I can't go to the Lord because then I'll have to quit doing this or then I'll have to quit doing that. Forget about that. Don't focus on the sin. Don't focus on that. You you know, Tony Robbins, he had a great um, slogan. He said, you know, you always want to not focus on the problem, but focus on the solution. You know, sin is definitely the problem. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm focusing on the solution. Solution is Jesus. Jesus is the solution. He's the answer. He's the answer for all questions. He's the answer. He's the king of all kings and the Lord of Lords. And I know this is a different kind of episode that you're not used to hearing from from me, but I just felt like it's been resonating. And I'm a drummer man. I love drums. I love playing the drums. I love music. And I was writing this song here, this very, the very beginning of this song here, and it's a revelation song, and I was just kind of playing around with it, and I want you to hear it, but it resonated with my soul so much, and just music really, um, it turned the way I thought, you know, it definitely made me start thinking a different way, you know, the music, it nourished me, it it spoke to me, that language spoke to me, I didn't even have to say a word, I knew exactly what it meant. And, you know, and I just felt that this needs to be heard. You know, it's, it's Sunday. It's a great day. It's beautiful outside here in South Georgia. And I just want to spread the good news. And maybe you got some enjoyment out of this episode. Um, let me know what you think about this kind of episode. If you like hearing these kind of episodes? If not, you know, let me know too. But the biggest thing is, you know, I want to spread the love of um, the love of Jesus. I want to spread the love of the gospel, how much God really does care for us, and how he wants to get all those voices and, you know, kind of discern those things going on in your mind and, you know, is it of God? Is it of God, you know? Because you're talking about the one that can magnify, the one that can, you can give a little bit to him and he can magnify that like crazy. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. And I hope this episode was able to minister to somebody out there um <clears throat> but tomorrow i'm going to post the episode of brian hills we're going to talk about drum history and all that kind of stuff we're going to get back into that but um i really just kind of wanted to post this episode and just kind of um, get it off my mind i love you guys and god bless